Hey y'all, this is Tally. Welcome back to Conversations on the Balcony. I got my girl Camille back with me. Hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed her uh, last time. And of course, I wanted her to be back on here. I love her insight. Um, this week, uh, I wanted to talk about, It's I don't even know what I'm going to name this uh, episode yet, but I wanted to talk about being like the strong friend and also like the good girl black woman trope so I'm not sure where the conversation is gonna go if you've been with me you know we just let the conversations flow so I wanted to talk about this simply because I am exhausted (laughs) like just plain and simple like I am exhausted and being able to like show up for myself and like have a job and uh, have, you know, have just things in my life and just making space for me to be sad or have emotions or not have bad days and being able to sit in that. And I don't feel like I ever have the option to sit in just being sad or being confused because I literally like, I rely solely on myself. Right. You know what I mean? Like if if something is to happen to me, like I like I'm all I have. That's it. And sometimes like I want or I need like someone to just like show up for me like do you need anything? You know, do you want to talk about anything or whatever? And I feel like sometimes when you're like the strong friend, people don't necessarily check up on you and it doesn't mean like they don't love you. I think they just don't see you as someone who like needs help. Like you're always the person that they come to when they like need answers or you always, they feel like you always have the answers or you always have things together. And for me, I feel like because that is the perception of me at some point, I don't know if it's necessarily performative, but I feel like I always have to be on. Like I always have to like have it together because it's like, People rely on me for that. They rely on me for for these things. But then it's sometimes it's like, well, who do I rely on? Right. You know? Preach. <laughs> like, who, who? We just started. You already preached. Right. Like, who do I rely on when, like, I'm having a bad day? And I when I say this, and I have, like, an amazing group of friends. Like, I can talk to them about anything. But sometimes, like, my thing is I never want to feel like a burden. Yeah. Like, I don't want to feel like... I let me call somebody and let me just dump all this on them. And I think the reason why I feel that way is because I feel that is done to me a lot. I feel like sometimes people will just call you and it's not even like, hey, how are you doing? Like, and they say that, hey, how are you doing? But that's just more of like uh, the thing you're supposed to do, but not really like, how are you doing? So a lot of times you're just like, I'm good. And as soon as you say I'm good, it's like, okay, here's my hour and a half long Uh, let me just dump all this on you and it's like a part of me feels honored like I appreciate you sharing this with me because you you value my opinion and my thoughts but sometimes that's exhausting sometimes I want people to say you know how are you doing truly or what like how are you truly feeling and feeling like that's a real space and we could talk about real things because I don't feel like and, and a lot of this is me like I don't feel like I am supposed to like have breakdowns or talk about things that are uncomfortable 
Like, how how are you? How do you feel? How do you move in that space? I, I completely agree, and I love that we're talking about this because I think it goes back to um, the last episode mm-hmm. and when we were talking about how we grew up and how we related on that. I think it started for me in terms of expectations. Mm-hmm learning at a young age that I, you know, my parents expected so much of me mm. and that I had to excel. And yeah. I think, you know, that is kind of embedded in me. And, you know, just me, at me being beyond, like, you know, growing on, like, being a black woman yeah. and all those different things. Um, and being a female, um, I think for me personally, I have these high expectations of myself. Yeah. And so that also comes with, I completely agree. I don't ever, I don't think I give myself space to be depressed or yeah. be sad or feel, you know, just feel. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, complete transparency. Most recently, you know, I lost my job or, you know, was laid off. Yeah. And I really don't, I get, I, I went in, because I found out a few months beforehand, yeah. I went into... And I kind of had, once again, you when when you when you're, you know, when you're like very independent and, and yeah. um, you have uh, just, I feel like I have a lot of discernment in a lot of ways. I kind of felt I'm like, there's a, obviously we're, we're navigating a pandemic. There's there's anything can happen, but I kind of felt it coming. So I was already in that mode of yeah, you know, like I need to prepare. I need to figure this out, right? I need to you know figure this out, like you said, and so. Um, that was one phase and then when I found out was another phase and I went into high like okay like let me get a job before this even even becomes before it's this job is over yeah and and never even considered like hey you know you can take a break yeah like 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 from even from a financial perspective like I you know very fiscally responsible in a good place Mm -hmm. but it just wasn't ever in my mind like that I could take a break yeah. And not have to you know, like figure out what is it that you really want to do, and so I'm like on the hunt, on the hunt, and it wasn't even till you know recently where then like you know I was actually not working where I had to sit and like you're still right, you're yeah. you're not doing anything, and it took me some weeks to be comfortable with like okay, like this is it's this okay, is life, right, it's right. okay to not, it's not that I'm you know being lazy or right. or anything like that. But it felt so uncomfortable right? because and and still even in the midst of being uncomfortable and just from a daily perspective, obviously very much so still looking for jobs and things mm-hmm. like that, I still wasn't giving myself space to say you were there for five years of your life. Right. You were very, you know, invested. You, um, you know, thought you were going to be there longer. Like that's a that's a it's is something you need to you need process. To do. Right. And you need to. It's okay to be sad. Right. And I I did I had to start to give myself space to be like, no, I do feel away. And I think to always have to be on is a trauma response. It is to always have to be like, okay, I have to be doing a million different things. Like I feel like that's a trauma response because it's like, like you said, this is a huge shift from like losing your job is no easy feat. Even though you knew it was coming, it's still no easy feat. Like that's huge. Right. You know what I mean? Losing your job is like up there with like having to move. Like it's stressful. Like you have to rearrange your life. And then it's like sitting in a space of like the unknown. And then if you're somebody who suffers from anxiety, you're constantly like, okay, well, what do I have to do? What do I, what do I have to do next? But it's like, why is it like, why are we have, why do we have such a hard time being present? Right. And literally just saying, 
like I remember like I think it was like a Monday I woke up and I was still very much so because it was a lot of people that were laid off and my network we were so connected of talking to each other we're every day trying to help Mm -hmm. each other and so even for a minute after it actually happened I still felt like I was kind of there. Yeah. And then when that kind of, you know, everything started to quiet quiet down. down. I'm like, I I woke up on a Monday and I'm like, okay, like I can, like I don't, almost like, okay, I don't have this cloud over me anymore. And um, now I can figure out what is that I really, really want to do. do. And let me just go out, you know, I can go outside and go, go, go for, for walks and do what, you know, like whatever you want to do that I want to do. And that's okay. And so, but I struggled with it because I was so used to, you know, and, and expecting people to, or having that expectation or thinking I, I ha- I'm expected to perform or be doing all yeah. these different things yeah. where it's like, no, let's focus. What is it that you feel and mm-hmm. that you want to, you know, that you want to accomplish. And now you have a, sp- a, you know, some space to do that. And it's okay to be sad. Absolutely. It's okay, it's okay to feel. Um, and then going back to what you said about like being the strong friend, um, you know, all that plays all of that plays into it's like I'm so used to being the person that people call and like you said it's like how are you how are you but like I'm really calling because I'm about to right because I'm about to lay this on you right I got some tea right I'm, I'm so used to being that person to where I do just I'm very guilty of being like I'm okay like I'm cool yeah. and it's like no I'm suffering like yeah. I'm you know whatever I think I you were one of like three people I told I lost my job like yeah. li- like I, I just I did not want to feel like a bird like you said it like yeah. a burden I didn't want to like oh you know uh, you know hey calling you to tell you that yeah I, 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 yeah I, I didn't want to be that person so I just didn't tell people and that too is harmful yeah because when you start to suppress things and you're like, like I have all. And you this start stuff. like having to hide it, and then yeah. you realize like that's nothing to hide. Like it's right. life. Right. Yeah. It's it's. You know, y'all, you lost your job because you was like stealing. Like right. you literally it's lost like, your job because right. you were laid off, and it was a whole panorama. Right. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> right. And then it's like we're in a. And then I think too, to your point though, you know, I don't remember us checking in with each other, and, and during the panorama, mm-hmm. and it's like almost like you know, at first I didn't know what like. You don't know what kind of situation people are in mm-hmm. and everything was moving so quickly and changing so rapidly yeah. and people's families are being, you know, impacted. And yeah. it's almost like I, I, for a minute, it was like, I don't even want to, I don't know what's the right thing to say or reach out because you don't know who is being, you know, I have, what's going on, what's going on. Yeah. And, and so then when you, then we start to nav, we started navigating the pandemic and, um, you know, being able to do more and things like that. And you know there, there was a shift, but still, I mean, like we're not back to we're not back to to normal to normal life, and you still know too. It's like you want to be sensitive because people are all dealing with never, things differently. Really, yeah, right, and you, right. And you, on top of the fact that it's just life, it is yeah. it is just life. But I wonder why we or why I'll just speak for me. Why do I feel like I am not allowed to fail? That's a great question. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, because, like, everybody has ebbs and flows. Yeah. Everybody has failed at something. Yeah. But I wonder why I specifically feel like I am unable to fail. And I think a lot of that is because, like, people, like, people hold me 
at such a high regard, mm-hmm. which I don't know why, because I just see myself as just like this regular, I'm just regular Tleva. You know what I mean? I'm just a regular Tleva, but like people like hold me at high regards, which I appreciate. But then I feel like for me, I feel like I can't let them down. I feel like that too. You know what I mean? Like I can't let them down. Like they think so highly of me. Like I am that. I am that. But then it's like also it's like that's just one aspect of me. But there's also a side of me that like I'm I'm scared sometimes. Like I'm depressed sometimes. I suffer from really bad anxiety sometimes. Like I cry sometimes. Like I've endured so much within the last like three to four years of my life that like even when I sit back and think about those things about like my grandmother being murdered and then my mom having a heart attack and then my um my dad dying four months later and then like my really good friend dying like all of this back to back to back but for me to still like figure it out like gotta get up and go gotta get up and go so when things do hit me and I do break down and cry it's because I have all these things suppressed because I I never felt like I was able to like break down I was I wasn't able to be sad or to deal with all these very terrible things because I always feel like okay if I fall apart like am I gonna be able to build myself back up are people going to help me build myself back up and who who helps the strong person when the strong friend is not strong right like who shows up for them right right. you know and it's like I I think that's one of the reasons why I even started the podcast is because I know that I'm not the only person that feels like this no I know that like and it's it's like those unspoken things like people are afraid to talk about like their failures and their shortcomings because they feel like it doesn't fit their image but like I'm at a space now but like two years ago three years ago girl never like never I could never be this transparent or vulnerable but like now I'm like girl shit fall apart all the time right and and the fact that that we can navigate daily life and you like you said all the stuff that you just that you just all the trauma that you yeah. faced in the the last several years, and you you still bossed up, and you're doing all these different things. Like not to say like I say you you don't have anxiety, you're not depressed, and all those things, but you you are you know. It's like in spite of all of that, like you still have to show up, and it, it, this isn't like I'm not an anomaly. Like you, like the friends that I have, people that I know, just as black women, like. We deal with so much shit. Like, we have to carry everybody else's shit all the time that it's like, sometimes we forget about ourselves. Sometimes we forget to nurture ourselves or to be sad or to be whatever feeling that's not happy. Sometimes we don't even know how to, like... To do it. To do it. Yeah. We don't even know how to, like... Like you said, you don't even know how to not have a job. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, you know... I didn't, or know even, like, how do I just sit and be okay with not doing, doing anything, anything um, you know, or, or just, it's just, it's insane to me, and I think, going back to your question about why, I can't, I don't have the answer, because yeah, I, I, I feel the same, but I think a lot of it goes back to, obviously, how we were raised, but, you know, you made a comment about black women, I mean, we are, we are, rock stars like we we are just it's it's, it's beyond me and I think from a culture perspective a lot of what's embedded in us yeah you know has been passed down and it's like 
you know, obviously there's a lot of strong black men out there. I'm not saying that there's yeah, not. Yeah, absolutely. But I think people forget about the black woman and, you know, history tells us we coddle our men a mm-hmm. lot of times. Yeah. And, you know, I, what I'm hoping is mm-hmm. why well, I can't answer that question, but I feel like there's a shift with our generation yeah. and the younger generations of, no, I don't have to be everything all to, the time, all the time to everybody. Mm. And it really does go going back to the last episode where we talked about the sound, the foundation of self love. Yeah, like learning that at an early age because that combats a lot of the stuff it we're does. talking about. Like, it, it does because self care comes with that. It does. You know? it, it is, and also like even being able to sometimes like even if I like want to go on vacation or something for my job like I'm always thinking like okay so how am I going to be able to do this like who's going to do what like I want to make sure everything is fine but then it's like like when I went home for my birthday party I just flat out was like y'all don't call me like you know what I mean like I don't like I do not care like I do not care and I felt okay with that you know what I mean? And it's and I feel like we have to find a way to disconnect and not feel bad. Yeah. Not feel bad about disconnecting, even if it's from like sometimes you have to disconnect from your friends. Not even like it's no beat, but sometimes you just have to disconnect from the world to just be with yourself. And and even if it's something as simple as I'm not gonna answer that call right now. Yeah. Like I'm And it's nothing wrong with that. It is nothing wrong with that. Or, you know, I, most recently I've <laughs> I've had the I've been working on the last two years of like putting back, ba- like setting boundaries with yeah. my family and my, my mom for in particular. Mm-hmm. Cause all this stuff is just coming to a head of me realizing like, no, none of that was healthy. Yeah. And like, you know, and so for me, it's like, no, I'm gonna like the other day we were talking about mm-hmm. a situation that yeah. happened with an interaction that was not pleasant that happened with my mother. And in that moment, what I used to do would be like retreat and just okay she's my mom she says something that was inappropriate but she you know I'm just gonna deal with it and I would get off the phone I would cry or I would like feel terrible or it would like I would blow up or you know whatever and I just said you know what that was inappropriate I voiced how I felt and I'm like I don't have space for you right now good and I'm gonna and I'm gonna and right now I'm hanging up and and she's like well you're gonna call me back right I said I'm like I'm good, not. You know what? Good <laughs> for you because it's like you stood in your power. And I always like tell people like no one is exempt to boundaries. No one. No one is exempt to boundaries. And one thing that I noticed um about being down here in the south culturally, like you guys really really value family. And I say other places don't, but you guys really really value family and college football. Like that's the thing. Like <laughs> that's the thing. Real like <laughs> So it's like a thing. Like, it's like gang wars. Like, right. it's a thing. It's in, we get it in blood. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> like, it's a thing. I'm like, okay, I don't know. Okay. But, like, here, like, down here, it's like family is so important to the point where it's like, I know people who they're like, my mom talks to me crazy. Or this person talks to me crazy. Or my aunts talk to me crazy. But I just, like, deal with it because that's whatever. And it's like, I'm like, nobody is exempt to boundaries. Nobody. Nobody is exempt about. No one is allowed to sit up in your life and make you feel like shit. No one. No one. I don't care who it is. Like your mental health and and how you feel and you are the star of your of, of your life. So like 
no one has the right to put you down or talk down to you about your weight, the way you look, why you're not married, this, that, and the third. You are entitled to set boundaries. And the way you set them, you can set boundaries without being disrespectful. But you need to let people know, like, you are not going to treat me like this. Because one thing about not having boundaries, people don't set them for you. You got to do it yourself because no one is going to like if they feel like there's no boundaries, people just keep on inching and inching and inching because then they'd be like, damn, it's a free for all here. It's like you have to say, OK, you teach people how to treat you people. have to and you have to say, OK, that like you said with your mom, like that was offensive or that wasn't appropriate. I'm going to get off the phone with you. And it's like you weren't rude. You weren't like, mom, I'm going to hit you upside your head. Like you literally was just like that was rude, I which was to. honest. I'm sure <laughs> which was honest. And you were like, I'm not speaking to you. And even when your mom is like, you're going to call me back. Maybe, maybe. And if I don't call you back, that's fine. Cause you don't have the right to make me feel like this. Right. You don't have the right to make me feel like this. And I don't feel like anybody has the right to make make you feel like shit yeah nobody does and i think another just to piggyback off what you just said something else that i'm very intentional about is i don't want to repeat that behavior Mm, you know and and when we end up having a conversation the next day um you know she mentioned you know i've just realized a lot of you know this is just like who i am and Mm -hmm. this is how i talk and it's because I got it from my mother. Yeah. My, my grandmother, God bless her, she just turned 99 years old. Yeah. And she's a spitfire. And yeah. a lot of my feistiness and, comes from that. You know, I, I see a lot of the qualities that I have from her that are embedded in me. But see, my grandmother will still talk crazy. And she will say whatever because that's just, that's, I mean, she, one, she's 99. She's 99. She's like, she she not changing. I'm 99. I right. can say it. Yeah. But she says a lot of things and does a lot of things that, like, my mom internalizes. Mm. and then my mom she she, my mom is very much so scared of her like she you know she's not she's not going to you know say anything and she'll call me and don't you know let you know dump it almost dump it on me Mm -hmm. and you know what I want to make sure that I'm intentional about and that I don't do is that that starts creeping up into what I you know I repeat that behavior and that I'm you know I god forbid how you know with my children do that or even not even that but with other people in my life and my friends and I I don't think inherently I'm that type of person but I want to make sure that that for me like I check that Mm -hmm. regardless of who it is absolutely and that because in this instance it was it's my mother that I don't repeat that I don't ever want to make anybody feel feel like that like that and so um to your point, nobody is above boundaries. Boundaries are necessary. Absolutely. Um, you know, if from a professional standpoint, from a personal standpoint, romantically, romantically everybody, everything. You know, you have to put guardrails around your safe space to protect and yourself. your mental, your mental health, and your your yourself. And it goes back to that self love that, yeah. that we were talking about. And like I wanted to say, like it is like I think it's phenomenal that you're able to like pinpoint certain things to be like, okay, that's not what I want for myself. And then also being intentional about like combating that behavior or not even combating, correcting, correcting that behavior. Because one thing that's true is there are real like generational curses. There are real generational traumas and they are real like things that like need to be unlearned or learned behaviors because I see that a lot of people where people could just do really shitty things or talk to people crazy or do whatever and they're like well that's just who I am that's how I was raised 
I'm like, well, have you ever taken a step back and said, you know, maybe that was wrong. Maybe I could change. Maybe I can change. Maybe that's not the best way to to approach situations. And I don't give people passes for them saying, okay, that's just who I am. I'm like, so who you are is a shitty person. Right. You know what I mean? And also, like, I I cannot change another person. So either I'm going to accept this person as they are or I'm going to move around. Like, that's it. Or And if you decide to have this person in your life, you just have to know, like, this is just who this person is. So I am going to have to make the adjustments to have this person in my life or I'm going to move around. But I'm not in a space where I'm, like, arguing back and forth with a person about who they are. Either I'm just going to have to say, okay, this is just... And acceptance helps a lot. If you just truly just look at something and you just accept that this is just what it is... You know how to maneuver it. Because a lot yeah. of times we will look at a dog and be like, but I want it to be a cat. Right. But, but it, it's but, not a cat. Or, you know, he was so cute when he was a puppy. Oh, girl. Listen, I bitch. <laughs> he, he fully grown and still pissing on the floor. Listen, man. girl. And I love that is he was real cute when he was a puppy. He was real cute. Y'all, y'all should see our faces right now, child. <laughs> he was real cute when he was a puppy, and that is true. And I think that's how a lot of times people get stuck in situations because they think they go to nostalgia. They go to when he was a puppy, he was really cute, but like he ain't been a puppy in four years, and he's still peeing on the floor. He he not ready to be a dog, sis. Right. Okay. Right. Or maybe he is a dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you say a little double entendre. Okay. Take it how you take it. Okay. But like that is true. Like we do, we do have to, because I feel like we do ourselves a lot of harm when we don't realize that it's no longer a puppy, it's a dog. Right. And to your point, I think it's extremely important to, you know, like like in my instance, you know, they talking about family, mm-hmm. seeing things for what they are and saying, okay, I'm gonna accept this Mm -hmm. if i'm choosing to accept it and knowing and putting those boundaries in place Mm -hmm. and even in some instances i know you know more extreme circumstances people have to do what they have to do if it's even if it is family yeah and i'm choosing to remove to cut this off then that is totally up to you and that's okay that's okay too yeah it's, it's it's accepting and saying okay this is how i have to maneuver around this situation or this person and i'm going to at the end of the day even if it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. i'm going to protect myself first and i'm not going to allow this person to make me feel Mm -hmm. a certain you know any any like 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 you said you you know making allowing people to you teach people how to treat you and allowing people to make you feel bad about yourself Mm. or you know sad like that's not okay or also learning to realize when someone is projecting Ooh, girl you have to learn when sometimes when people are projecting because when you don't that person will have you looking at yourself real real weird because you'll be like is that me but you're like no that's them and they're projecting their stuff on me and that has nothing to do with me but you have to come to a place where you know yourself enough or you fuck with yourself enough or you set enough boundaries for yourself that you're like okay, there's a lot going on here, but let me take a step back and let me look at this. Oh, no, no, no. 
this person's upset about something that has nothing to do, do with, with me. me. Right. I just happen to be the person in front of them, so they letting the chopper saying on me. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, okay, obviously I see that you're upset about something that has nothing to do with me, so I'm going to let you go so you can figure out what that is because you're projecting. Right, and you can circle back when you when you feel like it. And also within myself, there's times where I have to like take a step back and be like, okay, I, I, I'm projecting. Like, I'm, I'm projecting some shit that this... Because there could be a situation that you could be, in a, like, upset about something or annoyed, and it could just be the person in front of you, and they, they just say... They don't get fired on well, Yeah, they yeah. just say one thing wrong, and you just going crazy, and it's just like, this person, like, they didn't deserve all that ammo. They didn't deserve they the all that clip. ammo. Right. <laughs> I emptied out, and then I put another one in there. Yeah. Like, they didn't deserve all of that. That was something that I was carrying, I was upset about, I was struggling through... They don't deserve that. But like I said, it all goes back to setting boundaries and then also to circle back to it is okay to fall apart. It is okay not to be okay. It's okay not to have the answers. It's okay to sit lay in the bed all day if you feel like it. It's okay not to answer the phone if you don't feel like it. It's okay not to have to be everybody's savior because we don't have to be everybody's savior. Right. It's okay to truly just be selfish for a while and just sit and bask in whatever you want to bask in because you are under no obligation to fix everybody else's shit. You are not obligated to do that. You do that, you show up because you want to, but you're not obligated to do that and you don't have to feel bad about it. No. Because one thing I notice about people is you can show up for them 99 times but that one time that you're like I can't or whatever girl they act like them 99 times don't exist girl you you know I yes I have experienced that especially in friendships and not understanding like I show up all the time all the time and like to your point it's okay to be selfish sometimes I know selfish has a very negative negative connotation but it's not it's not and so you know I struggled with, you know, I know you, and what you say about like, it's either a yes or it's a no. And like that gray, you know, that gray and, area. And suffering in that gray area of like, I will always feel like I go, I, I really do. I go, I, if I love somebody, like I go above and beyond. Absolutely. And it's just in my nature. Yeah, it's same. just in my nature. Same. And we, I think we relate a lot with that. And so not getting that in return, I would get hurt a lot of times being like, dang, like I don't even, I don't even ask for much. And when, when I go above and beyond and I ask for, you know, girl, can you, I, crumbs, I, can't, right. I, can't, I can't get that. Mm. And then the one time you don't show up for legitimate reasons or, or whatever the reason yeah. is, yeah. um, it's a problem or, you know, or it, or people feel a certain way. And I saw something I wish I, I could remember exactly what it said, but, um, it was like a tweet it was on like black thank thank god for black twitter Uh and it was basically like you know when you're a giving when you're a giving person Mm -hmm. and i think that probably lends itself to what we were saying Mm -hmm. earlier about just black women and we're nurturing you know women are nurturing yeah and then you throw you know black women we just girl we got we is we is right and so and then but let's let's talk like you take that away and you just talk about like the core of who a person is and Mm -hmm. i think that is very much so true for you yeah and true for me so I feel like 
you have to like I can't I can't remember what the quote was but it was like when you're a nurturer and you're a giver and people when you start placing boundaries people will feel away oh absolutely they will start feeling away and that projection and all of those different things like there there will be people who can't can't hack the boundaries because they see it as you're being you're being different or you're being you're difficult, difficult or whatever or you're or you feel or that you feel some type of way when in all actuality you're correcting your own behavior your own behavior you're right. saying okay no 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 i'm gonna put up some boundaries and to be honest with you let those people fall off right right let, and learn to i had to learn like dang like that kind of sucks like we we're we're not friends anymore. We don't communicate in that way anymore. And then it's like, wait a minute, girl, y'all were never friends. Right. Listen. Let's be real. Listen. And this morning when I woke up, the first thing that popped up in my head was like it was like I think this is my lesson is you have to learn the beauty of letting go. Hmm. You have to learn the beauty of letting go. And I remember I had said a little prayer when I needed to disconnect from someone. This is like a while ago. And I remember I had asked the universe, I was like, I ask that you allow me to remove myself from this situation gracefully. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, I didn't like, because I hate situations where it's like, you don't cut somebody smooth out and it's just like anger done. It's like, I wanted to be able to remove my remove myself from this situation gracefully. Like I I knew it was going to be difficult for me to m- remove myself, but I didn't want it to just be like no dug out, like just no bra. I you just said wanted full clip. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to let the ammo out. I just wanted to be like, okay, how do I get out of this space like graciously? And also knowing that like sometimes you have to let go of things or people because they're hindering you from the person that you are becoming. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And to speak on the boundaries, like my, and this stuck with me, like my therapist had told me, she said, you will know the people that respect you by the way they handle you when you set boundaries. Because somebody who loves you and cares about you, when you set that boundary, they're going to be like, okay, I respect that. That's cool. And they're going to make the adjustments. It's the ones that give you that full pushback are the ones that never respected you in the first place. Girl, that is literally the, what I was, that quote that I saw, that is exactly, you just, you just literally summed it up. How people react to it when you set boundaries, it's like, okay, they girl, it was never really for you. Right. If they, if they feel away, right. Because you're protecting yourself. Because you're protecting yourself. Then that, sh- that just tell that you don't need those types of people. Like, in your I life. remember, this is like a while ago, probably like four years ago. Like, I, someone was asking me for money all the time. And I used to just, like, if I have it, like, I'm like, okay, sure. Sometimes they pay me back. A lot of times they win it, whatever. And I remember I got to the point where they had asked me for money and I was like, no. And they got a whole, like I said, it goes back to you can help somebody 99 times. But that one time you say no, they, girl. They feel away. You the Antichrist. Like, literally was like, that's messed up. Like, we supposed to be friends, this, that, and the third, whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. And I said, have you ever gave me money? Hmm. I ain't heard from the person since. They ain't text me back because they know. They know. It's like, and my thing is like, I am not obligated to help you. I do it because I love you. I do it because I care about you. Right. You're taking advantage. You are taking advantage. And I, and when I started feeling that way, that's when I put my fucking foot down. And that's when when I put the foot down, that's when they went away. Right. And I was okay with that because I'm like, it showed me what this was. 
And it's like, I'm not going to allow anyone to take advantage of me because I'm already giving enough. And one thing about a giving person, a kind person is we always end up heartbroken because all we want back is what we give. Right. I'm not even expecting. I'm not even expecting above and beyond. I'm just asking that you match what I give you. And when you can't do that, when I'm giving you this and you are literally throwing me crumbs, throwing me a bone and I'm supposed to be okay with that. It's like, I'm not okay with that. And if you're not able at the very least to match what I'm giving, and that's an issue for you to match. Cause I don't ask people for anything that one, I would not do for them. And number two, that I cannot do for myself. Period. I cannot do for myself. So when people get to acting all weird and hemming and hawing about stuff like that, that, uh, that lets me know what's what. And that's why I just came to the terms of like anything other than a yes is a no. Yep. You girl. Anything. And that just makes life so much easier because it's like, if you wanted to, you would. You could have, should have, would have. Or even if, even if timing is weird, even if somebody, like if somebody wants to be with you, And you're like, well, what do you want to do with this? Even if the person's like, listen, I do want to be with you. Like, my goal is to be with you. Right now, I am just trying to, like, get this together. But I want to be with you. I'm showing you I want to be with you just right now. Let me just finish this last year of school or whatever. Okay, fine. But if somebody, you're like, do you want to be with me? And they're like, I mean, you cool. Right, I mean, you cool. You know, I've been hurt in the past. Okay, that's enough. Right, because there's always different circumstances. Absolutely. Or that are, it's just but it's always going to lead with the yes. It's always going to be like, if you ask somebody, do you see a future with me? The person's going to say yes. And then, I see a future with you. Right. right now, like I'm, you know, on some fuck shit or whatever, but ultimately, this is what I want. This is what I want from you. It's not going to be, oh, kind of, I mean, I, my, I got fucking mommy issues. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, so let's just go. Because if somebody wants you, because even if I'm in a space where I don't, I can't be in a relationship right now or whatever, and somebody's like, do, am I the type of person that you would want to be with? I would be like, yes, you are absolutely if the person I want to be with. See what had happened was. See, I mean, no. it, when they hit you with the see what had happened was, you, we already know what the see ha- what had happened was is. You, you just playing games. You just playing games. But like I said, a lot of times people get caught in the gray or it's like, they're like, I mean, you know, like, you know, I ain't really ready for a relationship right now. But and that's cool. a no. You that's cool. a no. That's, that means. That's no. a no. So <laughs> people, so people get stuck in that gray area like, well, right now he not ready, but he will be soon or whatever. It's like, girl, move on. It means it means he he's, he's, he's out not. here in these streets. He's hanging out. He doing he's what he want to do. He for everybody. And if this is somebody who really wants you, a lot of times once you retreat your energy and you start doing what you want to do, that's when they start like, oh damn, oh, she wait, gone, she gone. Serious? Yeah, she but, gone, oh, gone. What is it called? Boundaries. Boundaries. You have to set your boundaries because you you have to show somebody how they are going to treat you period you have to but yeah that is kind of something this is a really great episode Camille. Yeah, thank you so much for like no joining i love your perspective i don't even know what i'm gonna title this just because Girl, we it kind of yeah self-love boundaries like standing your power strong black women exactly don't gotta be strong, don't gotta be strong. <laughs> you dope no matter what so i just wanted to end things once again camille thank you for joining me on the balcony 
Um, you guys, thank you for listening to my podcast. You can find me on Instagram on conversations.on.the.balcony. You can also send me an email at balconyconversations at gmail. And I will see you guys again next week. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.